the Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad the Big Noise Evans here, joined by the good sir, Nathaniel Lundy. This is the Fade the Noise podcast. And uh, Lundy, uh, we've got some weekly specials going on right now at DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, they post these every single week. Very creative wagers that they toss out there to the masses, and one I might nibble on. I've been pondering it and thinking about it. Trevor Lawrence and James Robinson across the pond in Jared England, Ted Lasso land uh, with that game there uh, in London against the Miami Dolphins. Over 1.5 combined touchdowns. That could be receiving touchdown. Uh, obviously, that would apply to James Robinson or the rushing variety. It's a plus 250, and I think this one is achievable. Why? Well, you look at the Miami Dolphins, a sieve defensively. That's what the Fins have been this season. 4.59 yards per carry allowed to the running back position. 120.4 rush yards per game also surrendered. They've given up eight combined touchdowns to RBs. Now, not a single quarterback has crossed the chalk on the ground against this Miami front, but Lawrence has scored it back to back games and Robinson has four touchdowns over his last three contests so can we get to two combined scores between Robinson and Lawrence I say yes we can little Bob the Builder action there at plus 250 what do you think fade or follow worth a ticket I can always tell uh, fellow dads who had sons that make Bob the Builder references uh, as uh, you and I uh, both were lucky enough to have sons, you with two of them, uh, me with the one who now at this point at his age probably doesn't even remember Bob the Builder. And if no. he does, he will refuse to admit it uh, lest he be uh, uh, ridiculed by his friends at the University of Illinois. Um, I like I like this one because I like how plus odds it is. It's actually it, I mean, that's pretty damn good juice brad for something that we can see a path forward to if this were down if, if this were in the you know 125 135 140 range yeah. i probably wouldn't get pulled into it the way that i am but the fact that you can snag this at plus 250 to me that's pretty solid uh return on investment again given the fact that miami's defense has been so weak yeah no doubt uh, i think that game's got some sneaky shootout appeal there at the buck crack of dawn on sunday morning so listen if you want to scratch and claw to a potential creative prop that is out there plus 250 lawrence and j-rob over 1.5 combined combined tds with that on this home edition let's get to it with another fade five number five all right lenny the nhl regular season is underway uh let's drop the buck puck and make some bucks uh i did see last night vegas uh they're going up against the seattle kraken and they had like the coolest opening i have ever seen on the ice with the digital imagery the computer projected uh animated kraken and the golden knight coming out and slaying the beast Right there on the ice, I was like, man, that's badass. They put on a good show there in Vegas. Uh, who would have thunk it? Uh, Las Vegas putting on a splendid, spectacular, and visually <laughs> dynamic program. But uh, give us a splendid, spectacular, and visually dynamic wager, my friend, because I want to see those dollars roll up in my bankroll. So what do you got for me? Yeah, I'll tell you what, folks. Hump Day Hockey is Oh, this makes me so happy. I love the fact that we're going to be able to have some fun with you on Wednesdays yet again. Uh, First of all, uh, 
what idiot at the NHL decided that we were going to launch a brand new team in the league and then make them play their first five games on, on the, the road? road. Yeah. That is how the Kraken start their season. But I will say it was kind of fun to see the four letter back in the hockey, uh, back in the hockey business. Uh, enjoyed Bucci on the call last night of that uh, game between Vegas and Seattle. But let's turn the page because it's hump day. It's time for us to move on in the hockey world. Let's talk about a rematch from last year in the playoffs with Montreal and Toronto. Yes, grab Sherman and go in the Wayback Machine, Brad, because the last time we <laughs> saw these two teams, Toronto was blowing a 3-1 lead. Uh, yeah, so I'm staying away from uh, the money line in this one, in part because Austin Matthews is going to miss at least the first few games uh, for Toronto, and he is obviously uh, the the cog that helps stir the drink uh, for this entire team. So I'm staying away from it in part because, well, frankly, I don't trust Toronto after they completely blew it last season uh, and the fact they don't have uh, Matthews on there. Although those of you that do follow hockey, Mitch Marner was on the ice this morning uh, for part of their skate around, uh, which means he is probably going to play tonight after being questionable. He got injured in practice uh, yesterday. Give me the over, though, on the total of six goals in this game. These are two teams uh, that can score even without Austin Matthews out there. And frankly, I think they're uh, they're going to be scoring quite a bit. Last night, we saw obviously a couple of very high scoring games. If you took the over uh, in both contests, you would have been cashing tickets. I can get the over of six at a minus 115. So it hasn't really been juiced up that much. But you can see the fact that they are expecting scoring tonight. So north of the border, America's hat. Let's uh, let's net some goals tonight and make some cash. Oh, Canada for all the cash. Number four. All right, moving on. Let's uh, zero in on an NFL future that you can get right now. Pull this one from DraftKings Sportsbook. Who will lead the NFL in total receptions this season? And I, I think Cooper Cup is worth a ticket at plus 850. Now, you look at the way that it's uh, set up currently. Devontae Adams has set the pace with 42 total catches. Uh, and he is the odds-on favorite to lead in this category at plus 650. Uh, but he got Tyreek Hill and Cup then tied for second. Hill's at plus 900. Cup again at the plus 850. And the reason why I like Cooper Cup is uh, the fact that the L.A. Rams are just going to say, F it and chuck it. Uh, on a repeated basis this entire season. He's in rhythm and in lockstep right now with Matthew Stafford. I know that Robert Woods uh, was force-fed last week. Squeaky wheel got the grease. But Cup has been the king of consistency in this vertical attack, uh, earning 33.1% of the target share. It's 11.2 targets per game. When targeted, Matthew Stafford has a 118.4 passer rating when lining up Cup in the crosshairs. And his schedule, Lundy, uh, for the rest of the season is absolutely delectable. Uh, a number of soft matchups, uh, including games here over the next uh, about three or four weeks, every single one is a receiver's delight. You get the Giants this week, you get Detroit after that, you get Houston, then you get Tennessee. Uh, and then later in the season, week 13, on. You get Jacksonville, Arizona, Seattle, Minnesota, and Baltimore. Then you finish things out with a rivalry game against San Francisco, and that secondary has been subpar at best. So I think Cup uh, is going to be consistently good for six to eight receptions, and he's going to be right there at the end, whether or not he gets a nose across the finish line ahead of Devontae Adams, TBD. But again, at nearly you know nine to one odds, uh, I think he could easily set the pace in a catches. So fade or follow Cooper Cup. Leads the NFL in receptions, plus 850 at DraftKings. I legit thought you had a typo 
when we were putting this down. I, not that I didn't expect that this would be a significant plus odds, because you're still talking about as we go into uh, week six, something you're trying to predict for a few months from now. But plus 850. Oh, hell yes. On, on Cooper Cup. I would much rather take my chances. I know Devontae Adams is right there. He talked about him being the leader uh, in terms of the lowest uh, of the odds. But at plus 850 for a guy that Matthew Stafford has tunnel vision for, um, and rightfully so, because he keeps getting him the ball, and it doesn't matter whether it's down the sideline, he's going across the middle, just wherever this guy is, he's going to try to find a way to, to, to get him the ball. So given the schedule that they've got, which is very, very tasty uh, over the course of the next few weeks, combined with the fact that it's plus 850, oh, hell yeah, put a ticket on that, folks. Yeah, no doubt about it. Fill up the cup and maybe score yourself a nice little fat chunk of change. Number three. All right, let's go on to Thursday night football, but on the college football circuit, uh, we got a pair of games, and the one that I like out of the duo, uh, give me Navy, and I'm going to salute the old midshipman here, plus 10.5 at minus 110, uh, traveling to Memphis uh, to face the Tigers. Now, you look at Navy, you know, their MO is running the football down the opponent's throat in that wishbone style. It's what all the military academies do. Uh, and you look at Memphis, uh, last game out, they gave up 5.1 yards per carry, 20 uh, over 230, excuse me, uh, rush yards in total they surrendered to the Tulsa Golden Hurricane. Now, Navy has been uh, taking on a ton of water defensively. They're giving up 32.2 points per game, but Memphis right there with them, allowing 32.7 points per game. You throw the fact uh, that the midshipmen are 4-1-1 one, one, ATS in their last six contests against Memphis, and I think they go in there and I think they cover. Again, I think the 10.5 and old Captain Hook, yar, could be our friend here. Just too many points. So give me Navy, again, plus 10.5, minus 110 against Memphis. Fader, follow. You're just digging here. Uh, I am. You're getting into Navy and Memphis sure, on why Thursday not? night. I, I can tell you that you're sitting here in the midweek. It's a Wednesday. You're <laughs> kind of bored. There's not a whole lot to bet on right now. <laughs> you're looking at the calendar going, well, let's see. It's a tequila Thursday tomorrow, but it's just Wednesday. Do I cheat? Do I go ahead and pour myself a two-finger, maybe a three to try to get through Wednesday? I see what you're doing here. Uh, I completely understand, especially uh, with the fact that we've got a night off from the Major League Baseball playoffs, which I'm disappointed disappointed about because I finally yeah. got back on the winning track last yeah. night. Um, yeah, Memphis one and four against the spread, uh, which is one of the uh, concerns, obviously. And then Navy's just going to run it and run it and run it. They've covered in three out of their five games this season. So, yeah, between those two things, I'll follow the trends and I will take the double digit points. Yeah, that's right. Again, salute those midshipmen if you want to score a winning ticket. Stick around for our top plays on Thursday Night Football. At least a couple of them. You get your beat whack on the Philadelphia Eagles and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Plus, bonus time. Number two. All right, let's get to Thursday Night Football, that matchup between Philadelphia and Yar Tampa. And I think this is going to be a high-scoring affair, but I believe that old Booby Sanders, Miles Sanders, uh, will not be putting a whole lot of crooked numbers in the box score. Give me the under on 10.5 yards for his longest rush, minus 105 at DraftKings. So Sanders is fully immersed right now in RBBC with Kenneth Gainwell. And honestly, Philadelphia is simply just not running the ball a whole lot outside of Jalen Hurts and his opportunistic legs or even on design runs. Uh, Sanders averaged just 9.6 rush attempts per game. Now, he's been under this uh, 10.5 yards on the longest run in just a couple of contests, but Tampa's only allowed four runs. That's it. 
four runs in total over 10 yards this season. They're giving up just 3.170 yards per carry, 37.4 rush yards per game. And Sanders not exactly getting a whole lot of yak. RB 41 and yak per attempt. So pull it all together. I think the Eagles' wings get clipped in this one. Even if Philadelphia runs, it doesn't seem like anybody wants to run on Vita Vea, JPP, and Adama Kong Su. And I believe uh, this Eagles team will follow suit. So give me, again, the under. Miles Sanders, 10.5 yards on the longest rush. Minus 105 at DraftKings, Fader. Follow. Oh, come on. Would you want to run against these guys? No. Hell No. no. Uh, nope. this one for me, I like this under, I mean, as you, you pointed out what Tampa's done. I mean, I know miles Gaskin, I think had what a 13 yard run last week, yep, uh, against them. Uh, but the thing for me with Sanders and the reason I like this under is because of the lack of volume, yeah. right? Like when we right. talk about the longest reception, when we're looking at, uh, you know, Jamar chase, we've talked about, uh, uh, Henry Ruggs, um, the, the guys that we like for the longest reception. Part of the reason that we like it with these guys is because we see some volume, right? We see some targets. You got better chance of being able to get up over that 21 and a half, 22 and a half, whatever the, the, the prop bet is that we do each week. So you're looking for guys that get those opportunities more than just a handful of times. The problem, as you just said, is you're looking at a running back by committee that you've also got to throw the quarterback into. So Sanders just doesn't have the opportunities. He had, he had 11 carries last week. He's not getting enough opportunities to get up over this number. And so to me, I, I, I like the idea of him staying underneath here because he's not going to get a whole lot of carries. And when he does, he's going to run into a Mack truck brick wall, uh, <laughs> which is the front uh, of the Tampa defense. So I think he's in trouble. Folks, you've listened to this podcast long enough and you also follow Brad on Twitter enough to know that when Brad takes an under uh, hell has frozen over, pigs are flying, uh, you know, he's drinking uh, he's drinking vodka instead of tequila. Yeah. Bad things yeah. are happening uh, if Brad is taking an under. So uh, this is one that anytime I anytime I hear Brad talk about an under, I pay attention. Yeah, our pets heads are falling off. And that is certainly the case here when it comes to Miles Sanders. Under 10 and a half yards on the longest run. Number one. Oh, speaking of running, and how about the running quarterback? Uh, that is, no, not Jalen Hurts, but Tom Brady. Yeah, he may be dragging a piano when he takes off out of the pocket, but I tell you what here, Lundy, I'm taking the over on one and a half rush yards, plus odds at FanDuel. It's at plus 102. Why? Look what Brady has done in the last four games. Six rush yards, 14 rush yards, three rush yards, and 13. He's been cruising. He's been crushing. He's been sprinting by this number. And I think he's going to do it yet again. All I need is one. Sneak, Tom, effectively, and maybe you can, um, you know, stretch out that long frame of yours and, and get a two-yarder. Now, you worry about kneel downs at the end of the game. That's always a potential uh, negative in the box score that could drag this total down. But, man, I think he's going to get there. So, uh, look at Philadelphia. Every quarterback has gone over this number so far this season, including equally slow Matt Ryan and Jimmy Garoppolo. Garoppolo had 20 rush yards. Matt Ryan had eight. The other three games, they gave up six, 26, and 10. And uh, unbelievably, Tom Brady is on pace right now, Lundy, to have the most rush yards ever in his NFL career. He's on pace for 122. Now, granted, we have the extra game, but he would still be on pace over a 16-game slate because his career high was way back in 2002, nearly 20 years ago, when he had 110 in a year. So, uh, again, a man that just continues to stiff-arm father time. So, are you with me on Tequila Tom on a hashtag Tequila Thursday? Getting to at least two rush yards, plus 102 at FanDuel. Fade or follow. 
Well, I like this one. I liked it better when I took it at a half. At That's a where half. I ended. I, I, yeah, yeah, yesterday I had it at a half at minus 125 at DraftKings. Yep. Now it's up, but even at one and a half at plus odds, I get on board with it. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, I'll take it. Uh, I am a little worried about the kneel down. So what I'm going to hope for is that maybe by the time we get to the beginning of the fourth quarter, uh, he's at like seven, right? Something where even if he does a couple of kneel downs, I'm still feeling pretty good. But, yeah, I- I'll take the over on this one because I mean, he's a tall guy. All he's got to do is fall forward, right? I yeah, mean, there's a, all, there's a yard, yard, and a, yeah, yard, yard and a half right there. Uh, you know, just look at his height. Uh, but I'm, <laughs> I love the fact that <laughs> this guy this guy does not care about age. This guy does not care. He, he doesn't give a crap. No. Because uh, he continues to perform QB1. Uh, he's just throwing touchdowns left and right. Uh, it's just... I didn't think I would ever get to the point in my in my life, in my football life, that Tom Brady would be likable. But he's likable. And I can't likeable. help it now. It just it has become this guy that I'm like, yeah, go ahead. Take Tampa back to the Super Bowl again. Who cares? Let's do it. Yeah, Tom's going to be running away from the defenders uh, like they're made of carbohydrates. I can tell you yeah. that right now. So uh, Right, I, I, exactly. I'm glad you're with me. I'm glad you're with me on this one. Run, Tom, run. And before we run out of here on today's yes. episode, a little bonus time. What do you got for me, Lundy? Uh, let's roll some more bonus time now that hockey is back. You guys know how much I love puck on ice. Uh, five games on the schedule tonight after just two last night, and uh, these are across the board from a national standpoint, so you may be able to uh, to catch some action. Uh, I already mentioned I like the over between Montreal and Toronto with their six goals. The Rangers and the Caps are also sitting at that same over under at six. So if you want to get interesting, because I know sometimes you guys don't like, you know, you don't want to kiss your sister. You don't want uh, you don't want the tie. If uh, if you want the over, and I think you're, you can be comfortably over in both of those games but if you want to have some fun alt each of them down to five and a half and then slap them together and it's a plus 189 uh so if we see some goals being scored which i think will happen in both of those contests uh on the schedule those are both of the early games by the way tonight uh so make sure you get that action in they both start seven and seven thirty eastern respectively but if you put those two together you get yourself a nice parlay at plus 189 i also want to look uh at the uh blackhawks and the avalanche yes you folks know i am a colorado fan I'm not so sure that it isn't worth sprinkling either a plus one and a half on Chicago or flat out for the Blackhawks to win tonight on the money line. The abs are incredibly overhyped right now. And this is a good team and they're more than capable of winning uh, the Stanley Cup. But Coach Bednar is out due to COVID-19. He will not be on the bench. And Nathan flipping McKinnon was on the COVID list as of yesterday because he tested positive and he can't play. This team does not have as much depth as they had last season. What happens when you're good? Yeah, your players get poached, and that's what happened to them. Uh, They obviously lost out on Philip Grubauer. He is now between the pipes for the Seattle Kraken. They also lost uh, Giannis Donskoy to the Kraken. Uh, in the expansion draft, uh, Devon Taves is out with an injury right now. And as I said, they don't have Nathan McKinnon, arguably one of the best, certainly top three players in the entire NHL. Uh, so I'm not so sure that Chicago doesn't either cover or win this thing outright uh, in Denver tonight. And finally, looking ahead, I am sticking with my pick from the very beginning, and I am taking the San Francisco Giants on the money line at minus 115. The Dodgers are going down, Brad. Uh, I like it when you said uh, they lost so-and-so to the Kraken. 
It sounds like a, it's out of a page of a Herman Melville classic well, or something. What it, it, it is, it's actually uh, uh, it's actually yet another sequel in the Clash of the Titans uh, trilogy uh, is what it is. I think that will be the plot line in the Fast and Furious 20 uh, when eventually they get there. Uh, you know, Vin Diesel will have to drive into the mouth of a Kraken to save the world. That's what I'm thinking. Um, all right, I'm going to throw one out, just a random one, looking ahead. Another one of those weekly specials, just because this is uh, for fun, for shits and giggles. Uh, they have this posted again at DraftKings. Uh, neither Green Bay or Chicago, and that storied rivalry, will miss a field goal <laughs> at minus 130. Why the hell not? Mason Crosby got it all out of his system last week. We're good to go. <laughs> that is hilarious that that's a bet you can make. That is an I actual wager. Oh, it's uh, tremendous. By the way, a reminder for folks, because it's going to start happening here over the next 24 hours, make sure that you're following both of us on Twitter, because in addition to the Thursday night game, the NFL props for this weekend are starting to slowly populate. Yes. Uh, Saw some coming out for Daryl Henderson, for example. Uh, So there are some props that are starting to show up. And if you don't want to have to wait until tomorrow's pod to hear us pick up on some of those that are early week opportunities for you, make sure you're following us on Twitter, because when those pop up and they are delectable and we have seen a few of those happen over the last few weeks uh we will uh we'll tweet it out for you we'll make sure you get a chance to jump on those early yeah you got to get in early get those uh, soft lines and take advantage of the books with that uh, that is a wrap on this edition of the faith the noise podcast to so get those player prop picks follow us on twitter follow lundy at nate lundy follow me there at noisy huevos drop us a rating and a review would you kindly and as always until next time feed or follow that is up to you feed the noise